how's everybody doing? This is going to be a very scattered podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm going to have a good time. I hope you guys do too. Yeah, so welcome to the Canadian Perspective, your source for leftist political news. Say that a little bit more, with more excitement. Less disdain for that statement, bro. So Derek Pierre was being a son of a bitch and not recognizing our audio interface. Yeah, well, um, but for some reason the drivers weren't working. Shit was happening. We had I had to do a whole bunch of shit, and it's it's good now. But no, no one cares about this. I'm sorry. Uh, we should probably get right into it, eh? Okay, so we're talking about <laughs> bills introduced to Canadian Parliament. Couldn't get. There's too many. We got a handful. That's it. Suez Canal blocked. Austin Powers got in control of the ship. You know that part? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100 I, point I, turn. Fucking blocked the shit. Yeah. Now what? Not good. Amazon people pissing and shitting while they're driving. Because it would take too much time and they would lose, they wouldn't be paid as much. Pissing and shitting in it. And then Amazon was denying in it. Yeah. Bunch of scum. Then we talk about the UK. There's been some massive uh, protests in Bristol across three nights over a policing bill. That's what we got on the agenda for everybody today. (sighs) Anyways. (laughs) Let's start off with the bills, eh? Start off Canada here. Bills introduced in our parliament, the House of Commons. Okay, I only got like two three not that many but i have other ones open that i'll talk about okay actually no first we got to talk about how much of a nightmare it is to uh navigate through all the bills being introduced there's probably in open parliament you guys don't care who cares but our commons.ca and whatnot (laughs) they have the votes right and then they have all the bills they voted on this freaking provision for passing the our uh uh, let me find the name the of the quarterly budget or summit. whatever reading and adoption of bill c27 an act for granting to her majesty certain sums of money for the federal public administration for the fiscal year ending march 20, 31st 2022 they voted and reviewed that specific bill c27 which is basically a budget statement right over or 13 times statement. it is just a spending statement yeah but they but it like spammed the list of things voted on because they have to vote on every single one of the provisions added and yeah removed. so you you can't see it <laughs> no so now you, you can't see, see anything that's happening right because now else. everything is smushed in between this really long ass title because they're always voting on it that was annoying as hell so anyways there was a bill called bill c232 that didn't pass okay about climate change right climate change and creating a, an emergency action plan for that that included yeah. indigenous people that the other bill c21 or something it was perpendicular to bill c12 okay which was a bill that the liberal sponsored and passed that had to do with reaching emission targets of zero by 2050 or something like that and the ways that they would go about it and this specific one was introduced by leah gazan the ndp member from winnipeg central so it hit close to it hits close to home yeah, basically includes indigenous people in the climate action plan. That's basically what I got from it. Yeah. Now, it failed to pass because everybody voted against it except uh, NDP, Green, and Bloc. So the conservatives and liberals voted no. Bloc are such a weird party because they vote for whatever yeah, they feel like that day. They're all day. over the spectrum. It's basically I, just French nationalism. Yeah. I, I don't understand because half the time they vote uh, with the NDP and half the time they vote with the conservatives. It's very there. odd. It reflects French politics in general. Like the whole burqa ban mm-hmm. that reflected what was happening in France at the time. The lobbying yeah, proposed yeah, in France. The so, French uh, secularists, shit like that. So they're kind of odd. 
in that you can't really position them properly in the political spectrum. Yeah. But they're generally all around the place. So anyways, yeah, that... So, I have yeah, nothing so they just voted about. against not including indigenous peoples in the bill? In an emergency action plan, including them in it. That's basically what it was. Well, like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you just include them? I don't know. Why? How much money? How much more money would it take to include they them? They don't give a shit. Anyways, they don't the give United a Kingdom, fuck about indigenous people. And anyways, during the debate, the United Kingdom uh, chimed in. They called in. They phoned Did in. They? The United Kingdom called in. They said, yo, what's up? We have some uh, greenhouse gas. No. What happened was the Bloc Québécois member brought up the United Kingdom had followed a similar plan to this one. Mm-hmm. And they had seen greenhouse gas emissions drop by 28%. And while securing economic growth by 19% since 2010. During the same period, Canada had a similar result in economic growth. In economic growth, but saw its emissions increase by 3%. Okay. Now, also, you have to point out that oil and the Alberta oil sands definitely had something to do with that. But it just shows that we're failing to address climate issues and that a similar nation, first world nation, is addressing climate issues while also growing their economy, which is flies in the fa- face of some arguments against addressing like greenhouse uh, issues and whatnot. Yeah. Because apparently they say, oh, you have to choose one or the other. You have to choose the environment or you have to choose climate. Well, that's not true. You have to choose environment or the economy. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, the environment or the economy. Of course, you should out, always, even in that case scenario, you should always go with the environment because if the environment uh, kills you, you have no economy either. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah, so it doesn't matter at that point. So you always have to go uh, climate. <laughs> but of course, we're doing shit. We're doing shit all for this. So and then after that, we had. I gotta pull this up now. I gotta pull up the actual text because I lost it. We're talking about Bill C twelve. Talking about Bill, see you tomorrow. Bill sounds like a creep, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So, the Jugster. The Jug. Jugmeet Singh gave an opposition motion that was to remove a profit from long-term care homes. Also didn't pass. And he points out in this opposition motion that uh, 82% of COVID deaths in Canada happened in the long-term care homes. The highest proportion in the OECD, which Canada is a part of. Um, 12,000 long-term care residents and worker deaths in Canada since the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, residents and workers in for-profit-term care homes have a higher risk of infection and death than those in non-profit homes. Therefore, we should A, immediately bring Rivera, a for-profit long-term care operator owned by a federal agency under public ownership, which is odd that technically they are owned by a federal agency. Yeah, but they're not, I guess that just means actually socializing them. Yeah, actually socializing them, making public ownership yeah. instead of just federal crown corporation. The crown corporation owns of, them, so it's still for profit. Yeah. So it's not socialized. It's You're just right. weird. <laughs> yeah, that's so strange. Some bullshit stuff happens. And I then B, transition all for profit care to not for profit hands by 2030. Work with the provinces and territories to stop licensing any for-profit facilities and whatnot Mm -hmm. and uh make sure measures are in place to keep all the existing beds open during transition and invest an additional five billion dollars for the next four years long-term care you know whatever that was the opposition motion did pass everybody said no fuck you so that's what happened they should have voted yes on it of course of course they should have jake means pretty based so and also there was this thing that kept passing okay they kept talking about everybody's talking about it what were they talking about another opposition motion 
everybody was getting in on everybody's gangbanging the liberals. Basically, it was an opposition motion. Instructions to the Standing Committee on Access to Information, Privacy, and Ethics, and to the Standing Committee on National Defense. Okay, I'm just gonna... Okay, what's going on in this, uh, this weird-ass shit? So basically, this opposition motion is subpoenaing members of the federal government's cabinet to appear in front of the committee, the Standing Committee on Access to Information, Privacy, and Ethics, over the question of conflict of interest and lobbying in relation to the pandemic, like certain people that were campaign advisors to Trudeau and their companies getting, uh, what was it, uh, commissioned business, like masks and shit and like yeah. uh, personal protective equipment from the federal government, you know, paying them, which is uh, suspicious. And then also subpoenaing um, people over the sexual misconduct issues in the Canadian Armed Forces, um, in particular over... Some people in the federal government were aware of the accusations against the general um, of the armed forces before they became public. So that's also something that they want to know about. That's basically what this big uh, motion was about. And it passed. Basically, all, all parties except for the liberals voted on it. Of course. Of course. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So in essence, the committees are just being like, hey, yo, all you assholes in uh, Trudeau's cabinet. Come up here. We want to ask you a couple questions. That's, That's basically, basically what it, it is. Yeah. And it states the date and, the, and what, when they're going to show up. Yeah. So, of course, all other parties are um, against the liberals because they're, they're the party in power right now. So right. They're all, so the all gun ho on this. So this was going to pass regardless. You mm-hmm. can predict that pretty easily, right? Yeah. And, like, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, right? And it's a good thing. We don't want corruption. Obviously, Trudeau has done some uh, level of corruption here. Uh, and has done it in the past, too. Not that the conservatives are any better, but still. Yeah, conservatives are also pretty horrible with all that stuff. Yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have done anything other than that, but they just want to get Trudeau on something, so that's why they voted for it. NDP are pretty based, though, so that's they right. probably do it on a moral standpoint. <laughs> Overall, a good thing. We will probably cover that later, next podcast, because when's this happening? Well, when are they appearing before the committee? Isn't it Monday? Okay, so April 1st, March 29th, March 31st, uh, April 8th, April 6th. Oh, okay, so... Um, They're not all going to appear at, like, one time. Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep you all updated as this uh, goes forward, because um, I think it's pretty important, personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, at the time of, re- of us recording this, these events haven't happened yet, and probably when we release it, uh, some, some of the stuff has happened already. Yeah. Might be in the news, who knows? I haven't actually heard of it in the news yet, though. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Moving on. Suez Canal was blocked. The Suez Canal, which is in between Egypt and the Persian Gulf, something. It's been memed hard on the internet, too. Where the fuck is the Suez Canal? I don't fucking know. Anyways, this canal... Uh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> due to some weather and some uh, visibility instances, a uh, ship got stuck. Got wedged in between. Yeah, basically what happened, happened was in the Suez Canal... Some shit went down. A ship uh, stretching more than 1,300 feet ran aground and blocked the world's most vital shipping lane, leaving more than 100 ships stuck at each end of the canal, waiting like traffic at a red light. Not something that you're supposed to do. It's been stuck since Tuesday. And the ship, the Ever Given, was heading from China to the port of Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Okay. It ran aground amid poor visibility and high winds from a sandstorm that struck much of northern Egypt this week. Yo, the, Stop, what? the Suez Canal has got media personnel 
does it? A spokesman for the Suez Canal Jeez. Authority. Holy Jesus shit, Christ. they got okay. fucking people on call. A storm caused, quote, an inability to direct the ship, end quote, he said in a statement. Okay. That's, that's rough. Right. It's, they can't really control that, but, you know. Why has this never happened before, though? This has never happened before. What the know. fuck was this dude doing? I don't know. This Probably guy was wasted. Off or... This guy was fucking drinking Captain Morgan. Captain wasted Morgan. off his ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, the canal is 120 miles long. Yeah, it got fucked up. Red Sea to the Mediterranean. Yeah, it got fucked up. Roughly 10% of the world's shipping traffic. Yeah, so this is, this is pretty bad. Yeah, for also the world, oil tankers. Yeah, oil tankers carrying about one tenth of a day's total global oil consumption are stuck. Not good. And there's like 100 ships at each end. That are stuck there, right? Yeah. Basically. There was kind of a 2.85% jump in the price of Brent crude, international benchmark. Wow. Not good. But apparently, because the demand for oil was weak during the pandemic, it won't have that big of an effect. Like, if it was just in a regular economic time, it would probably be much worse. Yeah. But apparently... gas prices, but... That bitch is stuck in there good. Mm -hmm. They have tractors and whatnot going to the end where they ran aground and it's trying to dig them out and whatnot. Yeah, that's the meme that everybody's seen online. Yeah, they're trying to dig them out. I think that meme's hilarious. There's like a tiny tractor and it's <laughs> yeah. trying to dig out There's like four people. shift. There's like four people in this ship. I like, how do they make ships that big? And it's so weird because it's like complete desert and then just massive ship out of nowhere. It's like yeah. the Pirates of the Caribbean where the dude ends up in uh, World's End mm-hmm. and it's desert area, but there's just a massive ship sitting there. Yeah, basically. What happened? They gotta, what, dig it out and then push it? And have people push? Get out and push? What? What are you talking about? The thing that ran aground. The ship. The ship? Yeah, they're gonna have everybody get out and push. <laughs> they, got, they got like little ferry boats or whatever that pulls it. Oh, tugboats? Yeah. 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 That's usually what it happens. There's a German um, harbor that had a similar situation happen to it. It took about a week for them week. to fix okay. it. Okay. How long has it been with this guy? It's been... Since Tuesday. So it's almost been a week. So it's almost been a week. I mean, these ships are massive. A lot of them are made in South Korea. Oh, they got a, they got a big thing there going on. You and should people, mention that. People want to hear about people having to piss and shit in Amazon bags. Apparently, that's a big story. People wearing diapers with hoses that piss directly into bottles in order for them to make uh, deliveries. You're, if you just received an Amazon delivery, guaranteed that driver for that delivery truck had to piss and shit on his way over. That dude probably took a jigsaw and cut a hole in the seat in his truck and put a bucket underneath it so he could shit while driving. Okay? So think about that the next time you order from Amazon. Okay? Yeah, okay. So the Amazon story. Let's get into that. <laughs> Cole made a very vulgar uh, image there. Not quite accurate. Not what do you quite. mean not quite accurate? Um, so some, some Amazon workers, they're worked so hard by the corporation that they literally don't have time to go to the bathroom. Otherwise, they have a risk of getting fired, right? They have a not, risk of not immediately getting fired, but yeah, no, getting but not meeting their trouble. quota. And getting then they trouble. get in trouble and it can result in firing, yeah. right? Losing their job. So instead of losing their job they think that pissing in a bottle is better because Because it is (laughs) because what happened is they have all these ai computer algorithms that to streamline the process and make the uh make all their movements more efficient in the delivery um 
of the driver's deliveries, yeah. the people who work in the factories, their movement of the boxes and whatnot. Yeah. And in those in those efficiency routes they've set up, yeah. they don't put into account having to use the washroom. Yeah. Because that would be ineffective or inefficient. No, exactly. So, so they, they, they're dehumanizing their employees because they don't take this into consideration when they should. Right. So if you have to go pee, you have to run to the bathroom, take a piss. And when you come back, you know that that bathroom break, you have to make up for it within yeah. your, um, your time quota. And sometimes it's not possible because right. they, 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 uh, they expect so much from you. They, sometimes the workers even have to run because it's so highly optimized yeah that's the word i'm thinking so about. highly optimized that they have to go get it done as fast as possible otherwise they're fucked right and the uh the managers can come up to them and give them shit for it or fire them they could lose their job their entire livelihood so so um, in particular this specific story there was some leaks about it and then yeah. some people were talking about it on twitter and amazon's news account which is a horrible propaganda. Yeah, um, they just lie in favor of Amazon. Right, of course they do. They then replied with this condescending statement like, you didn't really believe the pissing in bottles thing, did you? Yeah. Like, yeah. sweaty, did you really believe that our drivers piss in bottles? Okay. Yeah. No, okay, so workers come out and say this years ago. Like, we knew this for a long time that they did this right. stuff in Amazon. Amazon didn't uh, confront, uh, talk about it really, and it's come up again recently and they're just like yeah you don't really believe that it's ridiculous to believe that you know gaslighting the public and then fucking uh the document uh documentation was leaked an email from amazon to their workers about them addressing the shitting in bottles or pissing in bottles and shitting in bags and shit like that that's right and they're just like if we catch you doing this you're fired basically in the yeah in the email that they gave out there's like, we can find out who did this and we will fire them for doing this, even though they felt like they couldn't, um, they couldn't go to a bathroom during their work, right? Right. Even though Amazon created the conditions for them to necessitate to piss in a bottle and yeah. shit in a bag, right? And yet yeah. they're saying, okay, if you do that, we'll fire you. Well, listen, you created the, the situation, situation is because you're so fucking brutal for or, uh, the working conditions because are so brutal. Because apparently our... our um, our actions as an employee are so optimized, they're not humanly optimized. No. Right. No, it's, it's ridiculous what they expect from uh, their workers. And on top of that, their workers are trying to unionize right now, and it's coming out that they're doing uh, specific anti-union propaganda in certain warehouses to prevent this. They're afraid of their work, uh, workers unionizing to fight back against uh, corporate, right? Of course, yeah. Of course they are. I mean, they Why do this preemptively. They, they all, yeah. all do this preemptively to begin yeah. with. Like you were saying, Walmart shows uh, new hirees. They show them like a video about why unionizing is bad. And so yeah. it's Lowe's, as, as you said before. And Amazon does that. And now they're starting to pick up the propaganda with like yep. the posters and their They put stuff like posters that. in front of the urinals. Of course it is. So when you have to go take a piss, of course, you get anti-union propaganda raiding your face. Mm-hmm. It's always there. It's kind of fucking Big Brother-esque. Yeah, it is. And they've had controversies in the past, like well, workers... Well, actually, no, hold on. Hold on. Just saying Big Brother-esque. Well, the whole Amazon operation is Big Brother-esque, because every single movement you make is being watched... No, 100%. And a part of an optimization was, was, scheme. So you're correct, Derek, in stating yes. that it is Big Brother-esque. There's another controversy that happened in 2019, where one of the workers had a heart attack and died on the floor. 
because he was worked so hard, mm-hmm. right? And they didn't get him help for 20 minutes. And when people were standing over him as he was being brought out by the, uh, the ambulance, once he was brought out, uh, the managers came in and said, hey, you guys have to get back to work right now as they watch your coworker die right in front of them. Yeah, because the optimization schedule has to be met. Yeah, exactly, to deliver your packages on time, right? Right. Yeah, that just killed a person. And <laughs> yeah, so uh, that same dude in the same warehouse weeks before his heart attack, he put a package in the wrong bin or something like that. And within two minutes, within two minutes, they confronted him about it and gave him shit. Right, so because he fact fucked that, up, and then yeah, within he, two minutes he had a heart attack and died, and didn't get help for twenty. Yeah, I don't know. They watch him so close that within two minutes of making a mistake, they can confront him. Yeah, and then but they they don't give a fuck if he dies on the floor from a heart attack. I don't know what happened there. Management just didn't give a damn. No one gives a damn about these workers. That's why they have to unionize. Yeah. And of course, that's big news right now, even in uh, Italy, in right? In Italy, yeah. All the workers in the Amazon factories are all across Italy. They all staged uh, a strike, a mass yeah. strike, specifically by the communist union. Yeah, the communists are doing it, Yeah, which is good, which is good. actually. It was for a higher pay or whatnot, something like that. Yeah. Well, in the States, uh, Bernie Sanders, solely Bernie Sanders, was like, hey, Amazon, Pay your workers fifteen dollars an hour. Did have enough? Also? There's some, but it was fronted by um, Bernie Sanders, yeah. right? He pushed them. He pushed he Amazon pushed to raise the their the lowest wage in Amazon to fifteen dollars. Yeah. So when you're being paid fifteen dollars an hour, people are like, "Hey, that's pretty good, right?" You know, you should be glad that you're getting paid fifteen dollars an hour. It's also important to uh, to say that Amazon is now pushing other uh, warehouse um, workers out of the market. Because there's just not a need for them anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Amazon is able to do whatever. So Amazon, those uh, workers are being paid on average $20 an hour. Somewhere around there. Amazon comes in and pays their workers $15 an hour and pushes the other guys out of business. So they're lowering the industry average of pay. Yeah, damn. Holy shit. So I think that's important to say. So it's not even a progressive, uh, progressive uh, payroll. Right. And also it's something to point out is that, oh, well, does Amazon really need this money? Well, I'll just point out that uh, Jeff Bezos, the owner, the CEO of Amazon, or is he the CEO? No, or did he, he had to step out? down. Yeah, he handed over power to somebody else, but he is still de facto the owner of the company yeah. when it comes to profit. He could give every single Amazon worker a one-time $102,000 bonus, still wouldn't spend all the money he made since the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So just, that's just give, give you scope. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually other anti-competition uh, measures that Amazon does, like when a certain product, like let's say coffee makers, people want to sell coffee makers on, on Amazon, of course, because they're the biggest search engine for product, right? So then Amazon uh, picks out the one that is sells the most, makes a cheaper version of that, and then prioritizes their version of the product over the competition. Pushing out the competition, making more money for Amazon, so basically what they're doing is they're using their um they're using their platform <laughs> platform as a means for market research and then utilizing the market research they learn from other competitors and creating their own product that basically is the exact same thing yeah and then they're pushing it through their own free advertising ultimately getting rid of competition exactly and this is this is why uh this is why they're so dangerous this is actually also why I choose not to buy from Amazon because I think they're 
so immoral in uh, the way they're uh, they're run. And I, I would encourage you guys as well not to buy from Amazon uh, be, due to these things. They're right. so shitty. They don't deserve the money. Don't they buy don't Amazon. Deserve, deserve the business. Um, That's right. So um, I don't want to be like, hey, if you buy from Amazon, you're a bad person. Well, but no. Like, just make informed decisions. In a lot of cases, they do have a better service. But I'm just saying, from a moral standpoint, you shouldn't buy from Amazon. Yeah. That's all we're saying. They're, uh, they're a disgusting company. Because of all this, this is all proven too. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. And they, honestly, the government should uh, dismantle them or tear them down. They should no, break them up break them through up. antitrust laws because they're starting to consolidate the market when it comes to online uh, selling. Of yes. Goods. Yes. And it's scary. Right. And they bought Whole Foods. Did they? Yeah. They bought Whole Foods. You didn't fuck. know about that? What the fuck? What no, do you mean? I didn't know about that. I forgot about that. In the United that. States, they bought Whole yeah. Foods and they also own Twitch, the yeah. live streaming platform. Yeah, they can't own all these things. And I think it should be illegal for the platform to be able to use the market research. But how do you, but how do you legislate that? Like, they have it all in front of them. Yeah, but they're making the products now. There needs to be anti-competition laws in place. You mean competition laws? Yeah, yeah. So, competition laws, not anti-competition Antitrust laws. laws. Antitrust laws. They're already in place. They just need to be enforced. Yeah. That's Amazon. Amazon's That's fucking Amazon. shit. shit. The shit. Literally. Okay, so the next story we got up here is the UK new laws militarizing the police, basically. Yes. More militarized police. Paral paramilitary police force. Yes, it's, it's fucking disgusting. Not good. Fucking disgusting. Come on, come on. And there have been massive protests over these. Yeah, the protests have been brutal. The uh, police crackdown on the protesters. Peaceful protesters. Yeah, yeah, there have been some mass protests. Let's get into it. The UK passed some new... Wait, did they pass it? Yeah, they said new laws are in place. Why didn't they protest before it was passed? They probably were. It says new laws um, protesting. Damn. So I don't know. Um, I assume that was... They passed. They passed it. Damn. Okay. Um, so they passed that. Multiple former police chiefs have come out against these laws, and many people... Many people are calling for the resignation of the current police chief, Cressida Dick. Yeah, no. And so everybody was out there protesting on Sunday, last Sunday, and two further protests were held on Tuesday and Friday. Yes. The protests last Sunday were initially peaceful, but then they, they turned uh, violent through some police instigation, and vans in front of the main police station in bristol were torched set on fire as well as windows to the main police station were also shattered so tensions r ran high before things got a little violent mm -hmm. anyway tensions were high of course it, they're always high when uh, in these circumstances where there's laws about police brutality and then the or, police show up and police show up right so when you're fighting against or protesting against police brutality and the police are there there's going to be some inherent tension there right or the police are professionals and should not be instigating right any they violence do. They do a lot but you know what they do because they can and they don't get in trouble for it but i think sunday though was actually more there was a mixed uh, responsibility yeah on tuesday however there was not a mixed responsibility the tuesday's protests featured a sit down in front of city hall but police advanced and tried to clear them out even though it was a peaceful protest and that instigated people um into action and then also apparently there was some uh, some coverage about uh there was a vigil for this woman who was murdered um and a police officer is being charged with her murder 
and they were stepping all over the flowers and knocking down all the candles and shit for her vigil, which is pretty screwed it's up. Fucked up. That's it is super fucked, fucked up. up. Especially for police force is supposed to uphold the law. Yeah. The police officer killed this, well, allegedly. He I'm saying this charged, yeah. Yeah, so he's been charged with uh, killing this woman. Mm-hmm. And the police officers are like, hey, fuck you guys. We're in support of this other police officer who's being charged of murdering a civilian. Right, kind of fucked up. Just out of nowhere, too. Right. Not like she was being arrested or anything. No, she was kidnapped and murdered. She was kidnapped and murdered. Right. So, not good. Not and good, then also no. on Friday, also supposed to be a peaceful protest. Uh, police lines but then you know people were chanting like things like oh you know peaceful protests and all this stuff and everybody was uh chanting you know singing songs and shit like that just music playing was, this peaceful protest was in front of the main uh the main police station in bristol the <laughs> same one where shit went down on that sunday yeah uh i said it was totally peaceful people were singing chanting you know peaceful protests peaceful protests and then the police just decided that they had enough and they began advancing and started attacking people who were sitting on the ground with their shields, using the butt of their shields to uh, hit people in the head and whatnot. So while much, they're on the ground. While they're on the ground. And so people received some uh, head wounds from that. Then after that, they deployed dogs and horses to disperse the crowd. And of course, the protesters, geniuses, started using uh, firecrackers yeah. and whatnot to spook the horses and throw the guy, the police off. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, Which is actually pretty fucking baller. As long as they're smart. not hurting the horses, of course. Right, right. We don't want, we don't want horses to be in pain here. We that's support right. horsey. But who, why does the police <laughs> utilize, like, fucking horses? Like, I don't know. That? That's so fucking dumb to me. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I guess the United Kingdom, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're I don't trying know. Stre- they're trying to deflect their cavalry. Their royalness. Their horses. Anyways, the police made an initial report that said that that police officers were injured one officer received a punctured lung and other injuries after this report was widely circulated by the media the police department retracted the story and the implication being that okay officers weren't actually uh injured no but they just made that report to have the media build up a narrative that the protesters were super violent and they were the ones instigating this incident and then once they were sufficiently pleased by the narrative the media spun they retracted the story that was false on its basis already yeah so that's some uh extreme manipulation of the media right there right not good and so the media has been portraying like i said the protesters being violent and whatnot but as according to the facts a large amount of it was instigated by the police and a lot of protesters were hurt whereas caught no no cops were so no and the the cops won't get charged for it if the cops were hurt, the protesters would be charged with it mm-hmm. if they could uh, identify them. Right. This is the problem, the double standard. Mm-hmm. That's just, just outright disgusting to me. Yeah, it's fucking shitty. But yeah, anyways, hopefully something is done about that shitty law. Yeah, no, those laws are very, very authoritarian, mm-hmm. very bad. Uh, exactly what the protests uh, in the U.S. were against. Right. Demilitarizing the police, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Not this paramilitarizing the police right fuck that's brutal that's ridiculous that's the opposite of what the people want and that's why you see some of these protests too it's because of that double standard right i i I wish the protesters well all right all right that we had a conversation about uh accents there and our specific canadian accents no i'm playing into it a little bit but you don't have canadian (laughs) accents i definitely do i know i do it's probably from working on the farm but you know you know how it is 
shit, dude. I don't got a Canadian accent. Just ask an American. Ask an American. Ask an American. See, see what they say. I mean, there's a there's different accents for the Midwest and Manitoba here. Well, the Midwest is just Canadian accent too. No, it's not. It's there's something different. It's different. It's more like this, don't you know? That's what they say Canadians sound like. No, it's different. Canadian accents are a lot different. Anyways, so that's all the stories we have for you guys today. Make sure to download the podcast and follow us. And all that shit. All that good stuff. Oh. Sorry, we were, we were a bit tired, I guess. Yeah, we time. were super tired today. So Ordered a pizza. We had to fix some problems. It's, it's, you, you don't understand how... How t- difficult this podcast is. Yeah, sometimes it gets pissy. Yeah. But it's fun. I enjoy it at least. I hope yeah. you guys enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys have a great night. And uh, that was the Canadian Perspective signing off. Mm-hmm.